Hello and welcome to the Thundercast, your favorite two-man power trip and the no-selling legend. Go on a load deep dive for the B-Show for WCW Thunder this week. We're so much better than last week's. Yeah. I can bring you down from that high. Oh, God. Ooh. Go on. Before we introduce ourselves, this episode is important because from this moment on, we are now officially two months away from adding a fourth show to review that will be intertwined with Thunder. Sunday Night Heat. Smackdown. I just want to throw you out that we are two months. Dose. Great. Two months. Awesome. awesome. Two. Awesome. 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 First thing I thought when I started Thunder, I'm like, ooh, we're close. You know what I thought? It's been uh, a month and one day since Owen Hart died. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. Yep. Well, the dog's out. We're going to go to June 24th, 1999, and let me introduce you to your Baja man of No So How dare you? How dare you? This is now a one man show. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. First, (laughs) your hoop pipe champion, fighting out of Springfield, Oregon, representing the Murder Death Kill Gang, Eastern Block Hit Club, Good Brother Gang Affiliated, Murder Death Kill, all fucking day, the man, the King Corey fucking Mac. Yeah. No (laughs) living legend, Mike Wibble. We're waiting for you to walk back that uh (laughs) 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 All right, all right, all right. Hi everybody. (laughs) Now you're Bahama now. (laughs) God God got your ass. And I'm your host, Joseph Wessel. June twenty Yeah, for now. June twenty fourth, nineteen ninety nine one Lafayette, Louisiana for Thunder. I'll bring Jeff back. I'll do it. Do it. Try, try me. Try me, bitch. Fire me. I'm already fired. Fire I'm already fired. Uh, <laughs> we finally get to see commentary. Tanae and Larry, it's been like, what, a month and a half since we've seen them. And, uh, Do you think Larry has like one of those like like practicing putter greens under the desk? So he's not on the camera. He's just like oh, practicing yeah. putting, calling yeah. the match. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, what, a, what a kick out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, damn it. Left. Uh, Larry believes that he thinks that it's another driver, another person that's the driver. Thank you there, Larry. Uh, we get a recap from last week's Nitro with uh, Seth the Silk Shocker's birthday party. Henning giving Silk the Shocker a cowboy hat and then, then uh, throwing it on the ground hey, and throwing cake real at Real quickly, do you know what I said when I got the invitation to go to Silk the Shocker's uh, birthday party? What's that? I'm coming. There it is. Or who do you? Joe, uh, come on, Joe. Hanging low. Bahamut over here. <laughs> Who let the silk out? Shocker. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I'm, 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 I'm trying. I'm, I'm reaching here. I'm <laughs> reaching. Uh, we, we get uh, highlights of that, all that brawl with Henning and uh, his boys, his cowboys with the No Limit Soldiers and Benoit and Saturn brawling with Bam Bam, DDP, and Canyon. Speaking of the cowboys, they're going to go by the West Texas Rodeo. As they all come out, Kurt, Bobby, Duncan Jr., and both Barry and Kendall Wyndham's, uh, all wearing like camo deer hunting outfits with the uh, 
with the vest over the, the orange Her vest. looks so awkward. Just whatever you do, don't ask Kendall to borrow any money. Don't ask if he can loan you a 20. <laughs> uh, they announced that they're going to do it uh, just for Thunder. They're going to do a live performance of their hit song. Of course they are. I hate uh, rap is crap. Tomorrow they're going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, making the music video. Uh, so they they sing the whole song. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Or kind of. Uh, uh, Henning yeah. is lip syncing. Someone sings it. <laughs> the whole the rest time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, they sing, they lip sync the whole song. Barry can't be bothered to move his mouth the Barry, last no. half Barry the song. Can't. They like Henning gives a damn for like a minute, and then like once he notices the other three not caring, like all right, let's just I'll turn my back to the camera like, and what call it good. Spending <laughs> my days working hard on a good. Uh, after the end of the match, after the end of the song, uh, Kurt goes, "Yep, I wasn't lip syncing." <laughs> That's why BA is in the No Limit. He's he's uh, actually yeah, the rapper. Yeah. It's actually who's singing. It's B.A. Yeah. We figured it out. So let's go to our first <laughs> match of the night, guys. Psychosis versus Eddie Guerrero. Wait a minute. Eddie, Eddie's LW, uh, LWO Revenge Tour continues. So I remember this match very well. Uh, oddly, because for reasons unbeknownst to anybody, even though this is a good match, mm-hmm. it was included on WWE DVD, the best of Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> what? Yeah, just just random Thunder match here. So how many was, WCW matches were on that? Uh, the first disc had a lot of because uh, remember how good he was in early '95 yeah. Nitro, oh, yeah. like with Flair and all them. So there's a lot of that, and then there's of course the Ray Cruiserweight stuff, and then this, and then WWF. Who found this random shit? I was like, this random ass episode of Thunder in the middle of '99 is where you called a, an Eddie Guerrero match from. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah. Uh, Eddie calls out psychosis for uh, you know taking the LWO shirt off. Um, you know there was one guy in the fucking DVD department. He's like, dude, you want a deep cut? There's a thunder match with with uh, psychosis. And the other dude's like, yeah, whatever. We need a match. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's you, Corey. <laughs> I, I should be working there. Uh, Eddie places psychosis in between the posts and steps and drop kicks the steps. Uh, we get a commercial in this match, and it's like honestly almost the same spot that we had on Nitro. Like uh, our uh, Eddie, uh, they go to commercial with Eddie putting him in a stretch, and then enter, they come back and he's like in the leg lock, and it's just like that's like two minutes there of just stretching. Um, during the match, commentary brings up that the big guns are here tonight. Nash, Flair, Sid, and Macho are here. So you're big guns. Oh, that is their main. <laughs> yeah. Main, yeah. <laughs> uh, Eddie hits a frog splash on the back of Psychosis. For Notice one. the disrespect he didn't mention Sting as one of the big guns. I mean, checks out. Well, Sting's not here. They didn't say it. Exactly, because the big guns are I here, so Sting obviously wasn't invited. I would have said it if so, they said it. That's the point no, I'm know, getting at, is that he's so unimportant to them. He's well, not he, one of the big he's guns. He's bitch. That's right. So, Joe, uh, what we're saying is Sting is not one of the big guns. Kind of like when I said I'm coming, it was a joke because he does MVP's theme song. Sting does? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, Joe. <laughs> I knew it! I heard Boardman say, uh, we got a Thunder <laughs> special with this guy. Let's cut backstage to Rick Flair as he's talking with Evan Courageous. Now I'm, I'm picturing real estate Steve in the, in the studio. Jesus. One, two. You hear the it's clock like that, It's like a rapper snow. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Miss Alabama. Yep. I wear black and white paint. There you go. So Evan Courageous was terrible in this, but I did like Flair's like, remember that thing we did with Goldberg with the, 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 the wind streak and it was high up? It was the one. We're going to do it, my son. We're doing it with him. He's 6-0. And Courage is like, what? 
Yes. Uh, but I'm a young guy. Flair wants uh, <laughs> Courageous to lay down. My favorite part. But I'm a young guy. Yeah, I'm holding all the young guys down. I'm all of them, except for him. He's going to be. But all of you. All of you. <laughs> Every one of you. You can push me. No. No, no, no all I, of you. I would remember that. Uh, <laughs> he, Flair wants David to beat Goldberg's streak right now. He's 6-0. Oh. Uh, Evan says he's climbing the ladder. You want to hold me back? Flair's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I want. 100%. <laughs> yeah. You figured it out. Good job. Evan's trying to say no, but Flair's like, yep, you will. And Arn will uh, give you the symbol, and then you're done. I was thinking about this during the match part, but I'll talk about it now because it's this promo. I feel at the time I hated this. Mm-hmm. Right, and I still don't like it. Yeah. But I feel like if if David had anything to offer, this wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, the whole like because I dig the storyline of the bosses corrupting and doing that because it happens in everyday life. So yep. it's, you know, but and then it got me to to ask the question that I just don't have an answer to: How is it possible that David Flair? came from Ric Flair's loins. I've been asking that for months. He doesn't have one iota of the athletic ability, the charisma. He has none of it. He is what you and I, Corey, thought Ted DiBiase was. That's true. Yep. Yep. Or Cody, I guess. Cody, yeah, Cody. Boy, did that backfire. Yeah. I mean... I'm safe to say it's not going to backfire here. Like, I don't understand because... If we go out of the time frame, let's just talk about current day. His youngest daughter has it. Yep. By all accounts, his youngest son had it. What the fuck happened with David? Uh, maybe she's yep. tired all the time from fucking Tori Wilson. <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure she's moved over to, to Kidman at this point. I'm back and forth. <laughs> Woo. Uh, we're going to recap from Nitro. Sid and Macho attacking Kidman psychosis, Sting making the save, uh, Nash coming out and saying, hey, Sting, I'm not questioning you, but I'm, but questioning, I'm questioning you. you. <laughs> uh, highlights of Sid and Macho trying to powerbomb Sting, but Luger comes out and makes the save again. We get a promo now as WCW's heavyweight champion Kevin Nash is here, filling in those dates, I guess. Nash claims out that, you know, three years ago, he came in as an outsider, and to this day, WCW still believes that he's an outsider. WCW doesn't want him to have the belt. No, Nash knows Macho can't win by himself. Sid and Macho can't beat him together. Uh, Nash thinks that uh, uh, thinks Sting's on uh, on their team, on Team Madness. He knows uh, that Sting was the one who drove the Hummer. So in a three-day process, Nash went from I'm not accusing you, but I'm accusing you too. You you did it. <laughs> I know you did it. So is it just me, or does Kevin Nash on Thunder with the, his outfit, the jean shorts, the the particular shirt he was wearing, the long hair? To me, he looks like the owner of the independent vinyl record store down the street from the local university in a hip college town, who's like. Old, but still cool enough to be, like, talking with the college folk. You know, he's not fucking anyone. But he knows them all, and he's talking to them. They come in and buy the, the vintage records. Um, that's the vibe I get from Kevin Nash. Yeah. I don't get badass wrestler like the Outsider days where he was wearing, yeah, I don't know, his leather pants and the fucking T-shirt. <laughs> I, it's also a weird 
storyline shift? This, yeah. That's weird. I'm not accusing you. I'm also paranoid now. But I'm accusing you. For no reason at all, I'm paranoid that Sting is a bad guy. Guys, they were part of the wolf pack. I like right. how... So was Disco. He's not accusing Disco. I always got the feeling... <laughs> and tell me if I'm crazy here. I always got the feeling Sting was not originally part of this. It kind of feels that because way. Because if you notice, the Actually, last, last Monday... He finishes the Steiner feud out of nowhere a day after being attacked by dogs. And all of a sudden now he's entwined in this out of nowhere. He just comes out at the end of the night to interject. I, I get the feeling it was supposed to be somebody else yeah. who was injured and couldn't come back yet. The obvious choices are Hall or Hogan. Uh, I actually think it might have been one Bill Goldberg. Possible. You, that could have been two. But uh, watching this, it just seems clear to me. Because at first I was like, wow, they really wrapped up that feud quick when he just got bitten by dogs. Right. Like, didn't even try to get real. I mean, he beat the shit out of him in the back, but that's it? Yeah. They we're just going to be done with it? All right. Hmm. Let's go to our next match. As it's Spit Finley and Dave Taylor versus Saturn and Chris Benoit. So, and no shock, this immediately got my Corey's attention. Corey's like, oh, Corey's hard. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That got my attention real quick. I was like, oh, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Apparently, yeah. Uh, Taylor and Finley tag teams in Europe, as Tanae yep. said. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, crowds behind Saturn and Benoit for this match. Uh, did you guys see that Saturn hit a belly belly over the head? However, like his Saturn's leg slips, and somehow he get, is able to get it off. He's strong as fuck. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, commercial in this match. Uh, Finley and Taylor put on each put on a half Boston crab on Benoit. As the ref's arguing with Saturn, and Saturn had enough, so he just grabs the ref and flips him. Like, look! <laughs> uh, Larry has to, during this whole ma- match, they're comparing the the story, the feud going right now of the young and old, and uh, Larry com- compares it to golf about how the uh, young in uh, the young ones of David Duvall and Tiger Woods lost to. He wore, mm, um, forgot his, he's the one that passed away in the plane accident. Payne Stewart. Payne Stewart, yeah. David Duvall and Tiger Woods lost to the veteran Payne Stewart. Yeah, that didn't, it didn't age so well for you. There, yeah. Uh, there. yeah. Uh, Saturn hits the Death Valley driver on Taylor, but Finley breaks up the pin. Saturn takes up Finley. Benoit hits a flying headbutt from behind for the win. Wasn't legal, man. Wasn't legal, man? Nope. Uh, Finley and Taylor arguing, but then Steven Regal shows up so and tells happy. them to relax. So happy. Corey, you didn't warn us about this one. No, I didn't. I purposely kept it in the dark. Did you know about this one? Yes. I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was this week, but I knew did it was. Did you know it was the same episode as the Eddie Psychos smash? <laughs> I did not. Um, but I was so happy because I was like, yes. Uh, now, if only he was clean and in shape and in a good frame of mind. Uh, Unfortunately, he is not. You don't worry about that. Yeah, well, apparently neither did Bischoff. <laughs> he didn't last long in WWF. No, I mean, debuted last June, released nope. in April of this year. Nope. Nope. Uh, but after he debuted in June, he was off until October. So really, if you're looking at on-screen appearances, And his last match I looked was in February, and he was released in April. Yeah, and his last uh, appearance on TV was the night after Survivor Series 98, I think. Yeah, I think it's less than six appearances on TV. Total. He's a man. Yep. Such a man. <laughs> uh, we had a recap of Nitro. The uh, highlights of Malenko and Bagwell versus Flair and Piper. That was originally a handicap match and then became a tag match. So Play. let's go to the moment 
the what of the time frame, guys, for Shank. That's of right. As Mean Gene in the ring, and he brings out Ric Flair with Asia. Uh, Flair makes fun of P- how dumb women are here in this. Uh, well, it's in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah. They're not worthy of his like full suit and tie. They get the they get the tea. They get the t-shirt. They get the nice shirt. Yep. Uh, he makes a mashup. Bash the beach is going to be DDP and Canyon versus Saturn and Benoit for the tag titles. Uh, Malenko and Bagwell will be facing Sid and Macho tonight. Uh, Flair says Nash is right. Nobody wants him to have that title, especially him. <laughs> uh, he says that uh, Nash that tells Nash that he has a surprise for him on Nitro. Says Nash will be walking in as champion, but won't be walking out. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, then I don't like the way you say that, Corey. <laughs> as soon as you started talking, I was like, I thought of you too. This is coming up on Nitro? I can't wait. God damn it. Uh, Flair then begins to yell, turn the power on multiple times, and that was the end of the segment. Yeah, right. Everyone's like, the power is on. Turn it on! Turn it off! I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so... Dean Malenko and Buff Bagwell. That's the most random tag team ever. Yeah. Um, and, and Mike Tanay. So white. You don't say. RP, the VP. No, it's RPVP. RPVP. He's, he's kind of lost his, yeah, he's lost his mind a little bit. He's lost like, his manager. But not RP, the VP. So white. He's assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> So let's move on to our next match. I'd watch Ric Flair in the office. <laughs> Jesus. Can you imagine if he had interviewed for the boss? Yes, oh that would have been awesome. Oh, my God, that would have been, been great. amazing, dude. Full boogie. <laughs> yes. Him SNL, reshoot it. Yeah. Him, and pa- him and Packer hanging out a night on the town. Space Mountain, baby. He's like hitting on Pam. <laughs> yeah. Woo, forget about Jim. He do- Woo. <laughs> Uh, he's all taking his clothes off. Yeah. Takes a slayer Stro- bump through the office. <laughs> yeah. as, as you enter the uh, his office, welcome to Space Mountain. No. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. So let's do our next match, shall we? Lenny Lane versus Kurt Henning with the t- uh, West Texas Rodeo. Hey, those chants are back. Yeah. yeah. Lafayette don't like Lenny Lane any more than Nolan's did. And, it, and it's a long squash match. Until Lodi comes down, throws in the towel to st- for the match to stop. Henning then hits a Henning pl- plex on Lodi. Promo time with the Macho Man and Sid with the ladies. They call themselves the most dominant faction. Macho says that the driver might be uh, might be Hall, might be Sting, or both of them. <laughs> no, Macho, that's not how this works. Ooh, two drivers. Here. I'll tell you what. You do the pedals, and I'll do the wheel. Yeah, you it? know what? I know. I know who it is, Corey. Who? It's High Tower from Police Academy. Took the front seats out. Covered important. Yeah, it, Damn, um, that's awesome. <laughs> I was kidding. Comfort's important. So, did, did you guys? I don't know if it was just me, but I. But, so, okay, we'll go. <laughs> when when Mach hands Sid the ma- uh, mic, does Sid go off about how he's facing Nash tonight? Uh, yeah. I have no the, fucking idea what Sid said. I, that's exactly what he said. I believe it. Whatever. Uh, because, because it's, 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 it's Sid. Sid. It's because Sid goes. He, he, re- seriously, he, he so <laughs> Sid references that a car crash is what's going to happen tonight with between Malenko and and uh, Bagwell. However, he's like, tonight, what I do to Nash is what I'm going to show him what will happen. And he saves oh. it by going like, first of all, recent history has proven that he's not incorrect with Buff Bagwell and car crash. I mean, but yeah, he's that. like, Nash, what I do to you tonight. Then he's like. 
is what I would be doing to you on Sunday. So I will show you the car crash that were happened tonight. It's not even on Sunday, so yeah. Yeah, checks out. I mean, with Sid, it's yeah, a Sid promo. It's checks you know, and balances. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm half the man you are. He's half the man. <laughs> Let's go to our next match. Evan Courageous versus David Flair with Rick Arn in Asia. Looks like Courageous won't do the job. Uh, Flair gets the attention of the ref. Arn gives David a stun gun. David doesn't know how to use it, so he stuns Courageous's dick. <laughs> and then puts the figure four <laughs> on. For rude, dude. Like, I, you don't gotta like the guy. You gotta stun his balls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, seriously. He's like, here? <laughs> <laughs> he, set, he, he he aims it low, and he doesn't know how to turn it on, and then you're... And he's like, oh, he stunned his dick. You know what it was? He was shooting for Tony. Yeah. So, Tony, I got you, baby. Yeah. Oh, he's so bad. <laughs> it's not do, real, dude. You just point and hit a button that makes a noise. He had to do one thing, and he couldn't do <laughs> he it. He couldn't get it. And then he put a figure four on where he... It's around like the ankle. Yeah. And this fucking moron wears slacks to the rings in the goddamn ministry. What the fuck is this? He, he doesn't look good in trunks. He doesn't look good ever. Robinson looks good. <laughs> he's he's redder than Brock Lesnar, this fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. That's an all-state wrestler, you fuck. Oh my god. But I just love the, the fact he stuns his dick. <laughs> yeah. Ah, like he fumbles the fucking stun gun into his dick. Like, ah. it on my butthole. Yeah. You literally had one spot. One spot, you, you fucked like, up. Evan works the whole match. You have to just stun him and pin him, and which, you fuck it up. Which in and of itself is amazing that Evan Courageous was able to do that. Jesus Christ. God damn. Let's move on to our next match, as it's Hugh Morris with Jimmy Hart versus Van Hammer in a hardcore match. Fuck, dude. So hold on. First off, I know they're trying to shine a turd, but they're trying to put over the first family. Yeah. About yeah. Jimmy Hart's scouting the best talent in the world. Which they, started, talk about, they announced a new member. Initial tag team. Tournament. And they talk about the barbarian, Hugh Morris, and Brian Knobs. Right, we're off to a shaky start. Well, they have a new but member. But then they hype, they hype Jerry Flynn as the newest member. Um, from Saturday night. And I'm like, mm, Jesus Christ. He, uh, woo. Even right. Vincent thinks it's a bad fucking pickup. He's like, <laughs> damn, dog, really? Scraping the barrel, huh? Yep. <laughs> this isn't exactly a dream team. Not looking good, Bob. Uh, Moore slips off the top rope when he climbs it and then stumbles into a trash can hit that busts him open. So then you, get, you see Jimmy Hart with a towel trying to wipe his face off the rest of the match. Van Hammer then uses his own jacket studs as a cl- to hit a clothesline and then puts the jacket in a corner and then rams Morris's head into the jacket multiple times. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Hart gets to the ring, starts helping uh, t- uh, Morris attack uh, Van Hammer. They set up a table, and then all of a sudden... Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy! Here comes President Ric Flair as he Full boogie. as he comes out and says, uh, "There will be no more hardcore matches in in his arena or anytime he's here. No more hardcore matches." As this is happening, Van Hammer gets a uh, picks up the uh, table and rams it into both Hart and Morris. After standing there for about seven hours, and that's how the match ended because as uh, as. Flair's yelling no more hardcore. The refs, the refs outside the ring pondering what's happening. So you know better, Jimmy. I will ask. I thought about it during the match when he did the clothesline with the studs. Does that make Van Hammer the quintessential stud muffin of WCW? Oh my god! <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm 
go to the tape. I, I think go, that it does. So the, we have no. the stud muffin van hammer. Got there it. it is. Got it. His family okay. did own a porn store. So. He did run over somebody, so it's fine. All that too. I'm saying as a child. <laughs> yeah. Right, oh, by the way, he didn't run over somebody. A child. But they looked down and went, wow, you're Van Hammer. You get off Scott. Is it bad that in 2020, the news that Van Hammer was involved with harming a child, but it's only hitting him with a car is considered pretty good, actually. He got off. He got off Scott Free. Pretty good week for old Van Hammer. You you didn't rape a kid. You just hit him. You know what? In 2020, that's a win. Shouldn't have been standing there. (laughs) That's a win. That's a win. (laughs) That's how far we've fallen, by the way. Yep. Let's go to our main event then. Macho Man and Sid with the ladies versus Dean Malenko and Latino buff Bob Bagwell. Did Malenko, do you coming down, just look like he'd rather be anywhere else in the fucking world yep. than following Buff Bagwell to the ring? Probably like his like one-year-old. Oh, yeah. Well, they come out to Buff's music. He's posing 900 times, and Malenko's like, fuck this guy. Uh, Macho calls this a tune-up match. I mean, <laughs> I mean Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, Macho, Macho struggles against Buff to start the match. Didn't Macho destroy him two are, weeks ago? Are like these the two guys that are like the cornerstone of that whole youth movement <laughs> yeah, storyline? Yeah. Yep. This is a tune-up match. Yeah. Uh, easy work tonight, brother. Uh, <laughs> Miss Madness hits a sunset flip on Malenko, but Malenko rolls through and puts the Texas Cloverleaf on her. Crowd like that. Ooh, yeah. Hop like for uh, man-on-woman violence. I yep. like that. Sid powerbombs Malenko. Yeah, Macho is going to go for the elbow drop, but Matt Patrick, Nick Patrick tries to stop him, so Macho punches him and then lifts him, hangs him on the top rope. As you do. Mickey J then comes in, Macho punches him and gives him a power driver. Now, my favorite thing is he goes to crotch Nick Patrick, but Patrick, there's a miscommunication somewhere, and he ends up clearly hitting his knee. Yep. On yeah. the rope, yeah. then falls out of the ring and starts selling his nuts. Yep. yep. I was like, God, I mean, damn it. That's why he's a ref, not a worker. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sid, uh, Sid power bombs Mickey J. And then the show ends with Sid yelling, Feel the madness. Feel the madness. Feel the madness. No. And they just fade. Yep. Jesus Christ. So that was Thunder, guys. Better than last week? Yes. Yeah. How could it not be? I would say overall, it, the week wasn't terrible of wrestling. It I wasn't. It, yeah, wasn't, it wasn't like wasn't blow away great, but it wasn't bad. So let's go to our favorite part of the show: Corey's high point, low point, extra point. High point is something I forgot to talk about in the first match, and I'm not sure if you guys caught, but Larry Z had a joke that I thought was actually fucking hilarious during the Psychosis Eddie Guerrero match. They're talking about them, and they're going to the top rope, and Tanae says something about Eddie and the comeback, and Larry Z makes mention of how um, it's inspiring, but Eddie is also in the Guinness Book of World Records for world's longest frog splash. Yep. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, getting flung 100 feet from the car will do that to you. I did catch it. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, Jesus God damn, that's my highlight. Right. Shooting. Uh, low point. <laughs> Lenny Lane. This, this, I just, it's, it's not good. I mm, Got to be shocking in 99. Uh, I don't know that you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. No, you know. When the, other, when the other group has all that shit we talked about on Raw and you're losing badly, I can see where you'd be like, well, we got to push that envelope and we got to do what they're doing because they're killing us. You shouldn't have. Yeah, but I can see it. An extra point. I love Ric Flair. 
That's all I got to say. I love Ric Flair. You hate David Flair? I guess. Yes. Whenever, because I do get tired of her, but whenever I get uh, what I call Char- uh, Charlotte Flair fatigue, I just remember David, and then I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll take Charlotte. It's fine. Whatever. I mean, yeah. it's not wrong. Checks out. So this brings an end to this episode of the Thundercast. Where? In a couple weeks, we'll be doing. Not sure we're doing. <laughs> yeah, like, Bash of the Beach. Yes, coming up from the uh, National Car Rental Center mm. in Fort Lauderdale, actually Kissimmee, Florida. Mm. That sounds mm. all right. Cool. You can find all of our lovely podcasts and words at nocellentertainment.com. Where we have the written words, like that's my opinion by Mike Booble. That's me. The Deck High Sensei with Jeff Mack. We got podcasts like that's my uh, pick. I was going to say that's my opinion. Why? I don't know. Is that what? It's my written. Yeah. I don't know. That's my pick with uh, all of us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just four of them. Or three of us this time. Just three. three. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah? What yeah. happened there? Uh, producer overworked. Oh, right. So. Okay. So we have, uh, hold on. That's, that's what we're that's what um, We have the uh, No Cell Podcast, <laughs> the Monday Night War Stories, the Pay Per View War Stories, the Thundercast, the Retro Review Machine, and the Gang Reviews as well. And the Box and Square and Big yeah. Trouble, little podcast, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow Corey at that KFIP guy. You can follow Mr. Booble at MT Booble. You can follow me at that Joe Lussell. You can follow the producer at Producers Then. You can follow No Cell Entertainment at No Cell ENT. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, maybe YouTube, sometimes Instagram, no longer Spotify. But you can go to Spotify for No Cell Entertainment presents the One Hit Wonders. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And like always, Corey must pose. I want video footage of that 100-foot frog splash. <laughs>